Hey, Revelation Wellness Podcast family. This is Dana Seymour, your podcast editor, and I am here today to tell you that spring instructor training is open for registration. If you are thinking about it at all, head over to our website and watch a free webinar Elisa Keaton did last week about the five things you can only get in Revelation Wellness instructor training. You will get an inside look at our brand new exclusive faith-based instructor training curriculum, unlike anything else out there in the fitness world, and all the resources we equip you with as part of Revelation Wellness Instructor Family. We are a different kind of community where there is no lack or competition. God qualifies the called, so if you feel any sort of stirring, whether you're a fitness professional or not, learn more about our instructor training through this free webinar. Links are in the show notes. For today's episode, we're talking more instructor training. When the pandemic hit, we made a quick pivot to move our in-person retreat online. And since then, we've held several more instructor retreats virtually. In this Facebook Live, Alisa shares five mistakes we made in virtual training. We hope this episode helps you get to know us better and leaves you encouraged. Have a wonderful day and be blessed. Peace. Well, hey, Revelation Wellness friends, followers, and congratulations to our new graduates of Platoon 27, Revelation Wellness Instructor Virtual Training Retreat. The nine weeks just wrapped up. I'll come back. Let me give you some context for those of you, those of you who are like, what is this Revelation Wellness Instructor Training? What's a platoon? Uh, but we have been doing some virtual events. So if you're even considering a virtual event or have attended a virtual event, which who hasn't in the last two years, this is going to be helpful for you because if you plan to create one or if you just want to know what's going on behind the scenes, let me tell you what is going on behind the scenes as I share with you the top five mistakes. And I actually, I'm going to throw in a bonus uh, six for the things that we have learned in 18 months of doing virtual training. Y'all remember the day after the kind of the hangover of emotion and hangover of Holy Spirit has been messing up some things and you're not the same person. So they're reorienting back into life this week as I am at never, I'm always learning. I'm always being stretched and changed by these virtual training retreats. So let me give you a little background and I don't want to take you take up too much time. If you are someone who feels the chaos of what's going on right now in the world, go watch that video. You go watch that video and you get blessed. Get your, your head on straight and your heart centered right. That video will help you see the unseen. And our peacemakers, Platoon 27, they are bringing in and ushering in the spirit and bond of peace through not only this ministry, but releasing it into the world. Isn't it amazing? Christened Julia McGathy says it is amazing. Honestly, it does feel like it's the, we've done a platoon video since platoon 25. Prior to that, if you were, well, 24, you became 25, 24 and 25 had to go virtual because that was when COVID hit. But if you're 23 and prior, we've never done a platoon video before we've done usually um, some type of a graduate or commemorative video of some kind but when we went virtual 
we thought we got to do something that they know they are seen because we can't see them. We're not in person on the hill together up in instructor training uh, retreat here in Williams, Arizona. We got to do something that helps us to feel connected to them and them connected to us. And so we've started these platoon videos, um, 25, 26 and 27. But this 27 one, I feel, wow, we uh, admit it's just probably the message we need to hear right now is that there is peace and Jesus gives us his peace and we are here to make peace. And Jesus says, I didn't come to bring peace, but a sword. He didn't say I didn't come to make peace. He said, I didn't come to bring peace, but a sword. And sometimes peacemaking comes through the sword. And guess what? The sword gets used on you first. The sword gets used on you first to cut away through bone and marrow. What are the things of me and in me, God, that makes me sad, mad, bad, scared, and I become a defiled vessel of what you want to do. So these platoon members, 27 especially, they're fresh off the surgery table. So you be kind with them. You be kind with you. That the sword goes into us first to cut away the things in us that cause dis-ease, dysfunction, dysregulation, disintegration. We were made for oneness with God and others, but there has been some chaos that has come against us. So go watch that video. Now let me tell you what a platoon is, and then you'll understand how instructor training retreat works. Uh, our platoons are these gathering of people who want to come through and training a nine-week discipleship program where they learn, <laughs> where they're brave and courageous to let the sword go into them first. Because listen, if you are a Christian, if you are a Christ follower and you still have a hard time living with an abundant life and a joy and a mindset of life and peace, if that's hard for you, which I don't know who it isn't, it is hard for all of us. That's going to take some spiritual formation, some training, some discipleship. But what we tend to do is sit back and read scripture and blame everyone else and look at how everyone else should change to match the word instead of, hey, what if I start with matching the word first? What if I go first? And so we do that in instructor training retreat. It's not about the fitness, but the fitness is a tool. A fitness is an avenue. It's a vehicle for getting my shirt, being comfortable, <laughs> being uncomfortable, getting comfortable, being uncomfortable. That's what our instructor training is. Yes, we use fitness as the, the, the integrating point. Why? Because it's not always comfortable. I mean, put on a pair of yoga pants and go step into a class where there are people there that you don't know. And you're like, Hey, here I am. Here's me in all my yoga pants. Here's me ready to move my body, right? We don't work out in like really, you know, layers and sweat as many people would like to. You have to kind of unveil yourself and get moving in your body. It's a very vulnerable thing to do. It's a very risky thing to do, which is why not a people are willing to do it, but they're willing to go to another conference. They're willing to go to another church service. They're willing to go to another Bible study and they can put on their favorite sweater and the jeans and things that kind of make them feel safe and protected. And there's nothing wrong with that. But if that isn't working for you and you're like, man, oh man, I am tired of living entangled and ensnared in worldly affairs. I want to live for something higher. You're going to have to 
Get in your body and come in and let the gospel get into you, heart, mind, soul, and strength. So instructor training retreat, yes, is for people that maybe potentially want to take what they've learned and use fitness as their tool to invite other people to come put on their yoga pants, get vulnerable, feel a little uncertain about what's going to happen, and they participate in the worship experience. They participate in the presence of the Holy Spirit that is the life force of God, then things begin to change. It's also neuroscience. When we move our bodies, our brain spits out these neurotransmitters called serotonin, dopamine, and norepinephrine, and it starts spurting these things out. And those are feel-good chemicals. Those are things that help you actually fight anxiety and depression. It helps you peel away and get distance from the things you are focused on of the world so that then you can renew your mind on things that are above. And our instructors speak life over you. They speak God's word over you. They speak truth over you. They'll pray for you. It's the atmosphere of heaven in yoga pants. <laughs> atmosphere of heaven in workout shoes. And that's what our instructors learn to do. Some go and actually teach out corporately, which we hope many will if they feel the call, but some go home and they are fit and able and ready to bring the gospel of peace into their home, into their workspace. And they continue to cultivate their heart and disciple their heart and do hard things and go move their body and fight the anxiety and the depression. And when you exercise your hippocampus, I don't have my brain today. Well, it's up here, my model brain. People who exercise have very active and strong, robust hippocampuses. It's the area of your brain that's responsible for memory and learning. Memory, what you remember, and learning, the ability to learn new things. Let's say, right there. That's why a lot of us have problems as Christians. We feel stuck because we remember something of yesteryear. The pain, the mama, the drama, the trauma, the papa, whatever it is. You're stuck on that memory. And so it makes it hard to learn something new and live out something new. You can learn it in information, right? My daughter's taking a, a spelling test today. Not a spelling test, a vocabulary test today. I was testing her yesterday on these words. and I'm like, wow, I will never remember these words. She's like, mom, I don't know if I'll remember any of these words. She's just learning it to regurgitate it. But very few of those things are going to stick. You know how she will remember those words? If she went out today and had to use them all in different sentences, learn people, say hello, get uncomfortable, and use the word, she's more likely to remember it and learn it, not just regurgitate information. So the hippocampus, when we exercise, gets big and robust. We have memory and we have learning. Y'all, your hippocampus is not firing off when you're sitting in a worship service. Not that I'm saying those are wrong, don't hear me, but we have plenty of it. You can go and hear all the great teaching. You can YouTube. There is no lack of good teaching about the Bible. There is lack of engagement, activation, and intimacy with God that says, now I have to go do this. And that's what we do in Revelation Models, instructor training. You're going to learn to build structures inside of you that say, although I have a memory, I am learning things. And people who learn things, say new things, do new things, and become new things. So that was a long setup. That's what a Revelation Wellness instructor does. And we just graduated 330 plus instructors who, again, will go into their communities, 
or go into a workplace. Some of them are going right into the gyms. They are popping up shop in their backyard. They're going to do it because they've been, they've had something done to them. They have freely received and now they got to freely give. So platoon 27, we call it platoons because it's war. Up until platoon 24, I should say love is war. Amen. Love is war. And God is looking for some good foot soldiers who can carry a sword, use it on themselves first, and not cut off other people's ears like Peter does in the garden in getting their, his, his flesh acting before his spirit. So we have to learn how to train. It's basic boot camp for gospel people. That's what instructor training is. Everyone, basic boot camp. So up until Platoon 24, we do two classes a year. We are now in our 10th year as an instructor, as a ministry, 10 years. Let's all do a hooray, hurrah for that, 10 years. We have done two retraining retreats. We actually did three for some time, which is why 10 years you would think we'd be on Platoon 20. We actually early on did three trainings a year, but we found out that that was kind of too, it was too much, too, too tight together. So we stretched stretch it out. So over 10 years, we have had these groups of people go through. My first platoon was 12 people, including me. My second, I think, was 10. Then my third was like six. I'm like, Lord, this is going the wrong direction. Only six people here. <laughs> Be faithful. And then slowly, just staying faithful to the call, believing that if he said it, he'll do it. By platoon 10, we were about 60 to 70 people. And not that numbers equal success, but it definitely helps you understand need. We have seen more and more people come through. So prior to platoon 24, um, we had only done in-person training. That's all we did. And we would have about 150 to 200 people during those in-person trainings, which is awesome. It was amazing. And we knew how to do in-person. But when COVID hit and we had to pivot to online, we were... <laughs> Not happy. Nobody was happy because we, we value in person. We valued what we were doing. It's so good. It felt like we were all losing. And we've all know what that has felt like since the big C. So we begrudgingly, but obediently knew if we're going to keep raising up disciples, we just got to pivot to online. We got to go online. And I'm just here to say, I am amazed at how my team... There's you guys, 30 employees in Revelation Wellness, uh, the ministry, the nonprofit, and how they have made these things happen, how we initially pivoted. So if you're in Platoon 24-25, that training, you knew that was like we were blown away. But now I'm going to share some mistakes with you that we have made. Ready? <laughs> well, first of all, if I could say we thought that going online would potentially make the training second rate. That is not true. We are positive that that is not true. It is not a second-rate training whatsoever. What's been amazing to see is how God has used it to um, meet people in their homes, in their place of intimacy with God and relationship with others, so they will do the training, the, the virtual four-day retreat. We tell them, go find a place, 
make it your laundry room, make it your bedroom, find some place or go away, try to get a hotel somewhere so that you can focus on what God wants to do. But it's been so cool to see how God meets with them personally in that solitude place, right? Come on, solitude is a discipline and something that Jesus did every morning. He would draw away to a lonely place, a silent and solitude place to hear from God. So that was really interesting to us because we just didn't like that. We're like, we want to be with them. We want to see them. But God is doing something through the virtual experience where it's just you and him. And ultimately, I think that's even more profound than you, him, and a lot of other people. That's great too, but you know it's, it goes deep when it's you and him. Nobody else said it. Nobody else did it. It was you and him. So here's a couple of uh, testimonies from people. Like I said, we thought it would be a little less than, but that is not true. Tracy says, my experience with instructor training was not like any other online experience I've had. I could not have predicted the powerful God-filled moments I had during online meetings and especially during the retreat. I truly felt with everyone else in my platoon. I truly felt with, capital, everyone else in my platoon, even though we have never been in the same physical room. God will see to it that you have opportunities to connect with others in this training in ways that you cannot imagine. Christy says, our good father used this training to set me free from negative body image. The retreat was amazing. The Holy Spirit has no boundaries. He met me right in the middle of my upper room, upstairs room, and broke the chains, chains of bondage. Kay says, in a private hotel room, alone and without friends, with sketchy internet and COVID restrictions all around me, he took me to the mountain, the sacred mountain where hearts break and then get healed. And I'll share this last one. This is from Jean. She said, I will never be the same, exclamation point. Revelation Wellness virtual instructor training is, did you hear that? Virtual instructor training is like anything I've ever experienced. I'm so glad I said yes to this call. Because of this training, God is healing the brokenness in me. The sword goes in us first. He's setting me free, and now he's using me to point others to the freedom he has for them. I can't believe I get to do this. Okay, so the first mistake we made is assuming that it wouldn't be as good as in person. <laughs> mistake number one, assuming that it would be somewhat less than. They're different. Neither one is like, that's better, that's worse. He is the same. We change. We have different preferences, but he's the same. Hey, I'm going to do that there. I'm going to do the goodness there. I'm going to do the goodness there. Even though we have our preferences, I'd really like to be in person. We have made the decision that virtual is here to stay. And I say that with like, oh, it is not going away. Um, we are we're hope, we were hopeful we would be in person for this one, but we, the Lord made it clear. Instructor training retreat is virtual. Uh, so if you were waiting for us to get back in person together, that's not going to happen. But we will have some places for you to come in person with us once you have gone through the training. Um, I'm also going to say that may not be forever. It's just indefinitely for the environment we're in, plus the amount of people it can reach. We went from a class of 150 to 200 to anywhere from two, three to 700. 
So who are we to say, nah, nah, we want it this way and to limit the Lord. So it's happening and it's also enrolling now. February 8th is our next class starts. Okay. The second thing. Oh, so I wanted to read with that. Um, it wasn't what we wanted, but God knew. Isaiah 43, 18 says, remember not the former things, Elisa, Revelation Wellness. Remember not the in-person retreats, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. The Lord knew there were people out there that were dry, that were never going to get quenched because they couldn't get away to the mountain. So this new thing he did has bust down the walls of separation or limitation and people are being restored, refreshed and renewed in the Lord through this training, which is virtual. The second mistake we made, okay, get ready for this. So the first instructor training that we did online, uh, we have a headquarters here in Phoenix, which by the way, that was the Lord's provision. We had just signed on the lease about two weeks before COVID hit. And we had been looking for a place that would have more space for us to have more workout studio. We thought we would be an in-person studio where people could come work out with us. We signed on the dotted line, COVID hit, we're going, what are we going to do? Uh, how are we going to do instructor training? And meanwhile, little did we know that he was signing us up for a studio. All right, but it was a production studio. So we could do all the things that we do. Revwell TV, virtual training retreat, virtual marriage retreat, all the things God's like, I'm going to give you the airwaves, Elisa. So we pivoted to platoon 24, 25 to our first virtual and I just, again, my team was amazing. The team was amazing. Our team, we just said, we're going we're to do this. You know why we were going to do it? Not for us, but f like we knew we could still be doing the freedom thing that we do. We couldn't stop. We have to figure out a way. So the day of our first virtual training, which it's four days long, it's not like four hours, four days of, of programming of things, hours, and then links, and then instructors go here, and then they come here. Can you imagine? If you would see the spreadsheets behind an instructor training retreat, I, you have to have a physics calculus degree. I don't even know how Kristen does it and her team does it, but it is all the things that have to go off, ding, 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 so that you guys smoothly go through. <laughs> Jesus. And these things shall accompany those who believe. In his name, they will make spreadsheets that I have no idea. It's such a gift. But here's the funny thing. Our day begins for the retreat. And guess how many people are in the studio? Three people. It was me in front of the camera, kicking things off and kind of ringmaster of now here, go here, da, da, da. There was Crystal who was working AV. And we had, this was before we had the actual studio. You all, if you, any of you follow us on Instagram, we actually, there's now a full on production studio. It is full on uh, incredible. It's like NASA. But back then we just had picnic tables set up with a bunch of laptops 
a soundboard. Like it was so scrappy and crystals back there <laughs> trying, trying to like get it all together. I think we did have a guy come in to do lights for us because we didn't have any lights. We didn't, we just had turned into this production studio. So Nick came in, brought his lights. So there was four people. And then there was Dana and Dana was working camera and some other things Four people. And so we go live and we do it, but here's the deal. When you're live, there's like no people there. It's so weird. You have to trust that it's going out and doing something. And so we would go live and we'd try to muster up all of our, I would try to muster up all my joy and everything. And, but everyone else in the room is busy trying to make the machine happen to make the pull the levers that it was dry. So after about the first two hours or an hour or so of the production, we're in the room, kind of, a, you know, a, a um, pre-recorded thing is playing and Crystal comes in and she's like, I don't know, but I am weary. This is weird. Crickets. Like it was so detached. We were so weary in this quiet place. We're like what is, this is weird. What is off? We'd never done it before. And then we quickly realized mistake number two, you can't go alone. When you are in ministry, you go with your whole team. So what we started to do is like, we got to call the team in. We started setting up Zooms for the team to come in, for the team to be with us and to pray for us. And we started saying, hey, small group leaders, give us some feedback. We don't know what's going on. We're like in this tiny little bubble. It was so unhealthy <laughs> and also very selfish and striving. Like we can do this. We didn't think about the bigger corporate picture that we don't go alone and that we go together. First Corinthians 12, 12, Paul says, for just as the body is one and has mem many members and all the members of the body, though many are one body, so it is with Christ. For in one spirit, we were all baptized into one body, Jews or Greeks, slave or free, and all were made to drink of one spirit. We weren't one, we were four. <laughs> Four people plugging and pulling levers. And I own this. This is my mistake. Hello, Elisa Keaton, the, the visionary and the leader of this. I should have seen that. Like, we can't do this alone. We need prayer. We need a team. We need, we need to be connected. So here's what I can tell you. This retreat was our best ever. We finally reached our stride where we had about 16 uh, other staff members fly in and they were in it. We were in it with them. Um, we would call in other parts of staff. We were, it was like we were on a mission together. It wasn't just the four of us weary and dry, which leads to my third mistake we made. <laughs> the third mistake we need, we, we made is not remembering that leaders need leading. So when we are in person, when we used to, when we, do in person, we always bring a leader to fill the leaders because the leaders are pouring out as shepherds, they're leading the sheep, but every shepherd needs another shepherd, someone to help pour into them. So our amazing um, friend, and she's a board member, has been with Revelation Wellness from the very beginning, um, my friend Renee Wooster. We brought her in to come during 
the virtual to also pour back into us, to minister to us. Otherwise, we're just pouring out and going, 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 even 16 of us that were there. And it was such a gift. So if you're, this is for anyone. If you want to start something or do something that's going to sustain and it's a ministry call for the Lord or you feel the call, um, you need leading. You need teaching. Bow down and ask other people, come, would you minister to us? Would you, we're the body, again, back to the body of Christ. And when John 10, when Jesus says, my sheep know my voice, you need other people speaking as a shepherd into you as you're pouring out. So that was something we learned after the first one going, we are so way off base. And but yet we always did it in person. We always had someone to shepherd us. I think we just didn't thoroughly think things through initially, but now we have. All right. So the fourth thing that we have learned is that small groups matter. Small groups. We, instructor training in person for years, we never had small groups. You had them when you got to the hill, when you got to the mountain, but you never had a small group prior to that. So one of the beauties that virtual retreat brought us is we began the small groups from day one of training. And some of you may wonder, what's the importance of small group? Well, I will tell you why. Small groups is where everything can come out and we can walk in the light. John 1, 5 says, this is the message we have heard from him and proclaimed to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him while walking in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. We need the fellowship just as much as we needed fellowship with other people in the headquarters with us as we're doing the thing and praying the thing and teaching the thing. They need it too as a person coming through training. They need fellowship. They need shepherding. So we have small group leaders that pour into these small groups for the nine weeks, gets them ready for the four-day virtual retreat where we really come heavy and hard with the gospel that sets free. And that has been powerful. So we've learned really if, when and if and when we go back to in-person training, you a small group from the very beginning matters. And by the way... I want to thank all the small group leaders. That is a huge, hey, if you're here, name and shout out your small group leader. Tag them. That is no small thing. And also there's a part of me that's worried about the sustainability. Like, okay, we need about 36 people, 30 to 40 people willing to just volunteer and lead as a shepherd these eight to 10 people through the whole process because they need shepherding. Do you guys see this? This is discipleship. I need shepherding of the Lord and then I need to be shepherding. And then I need shepherding of the Lord and then I need to be shepherding. You need to be shepherding and you need to be a shepherd. If you're, you want your faith to thrive, if you want to fully engage with the gospel and the goodness of God and his so love for the world, you need to be shepherd and you need to be shepherding. And it brings the best out of everyone. So thank you, small group leaders. If you've gone through training and you have yet to, we're going to need you. 
There's over 2,000 of you now. I think it's, it's coming in close on 3,000. We're gonna need small group leaders. <laughs> and this, what we've learned, the mistakes that we don't need small group leaders from the very beginning, we have learned, oh, we do need small group leaders from the very beginning. So if you want to be a small group leader, first thing we say, go through launch training. That's our discipleship. That's no burpees, no sweat. The launch leadership is the culture of Revelation Wellness. Um, you get it in your bones so you know how to do leadership, how you can shepherd, even if it's just your own home, your workplace, your coworkers, um, so that you have it in you so that you're ready to come and be a small group leader. If you've been through launch training and you have never done a small group, come on, <laughs> we need you. All right, that was my, that's my shameless plea. Now... The fifth thing that we have learned, instructor, in our making mistakes is have fun. Have fun, have fun, have fun, lots of fun. Don't take yourself seriously. Things are gonna go wrong. Um, <laughs> the mic might be on and you don't mean, this is why I'm always keep watch over my mouth board. Thank God he does that even if I have no microphone on. Uh, but not to take yourself too seriously. And I think this last Platoon 27, you guys, what upgrade we had by a couple blindfolds. Like <laughs> those blindfolds, when we did the uh, little fun with staff game and you saw it, but last time we had just bandanas on. And I remember when we did it, I was like, we need to get like real blindfolds. I could, the, the bandanas were weird. And I, I know I had seen those funny blindfolds before. So it was like two days before instructor training was about to begin, like 10 days ago. And I remember, I'm like, oh my gosh, we need those blindfolds. And I had forgotten to order them. And not that it was my job to order them. I just knew that we, I didn't make that known that we needed to get those blindfolds. So I went on Amazon, those blindfolds that you saw, I wish I had them. I, I saw them in to get them here fast enough and in time, I had to expedite them. So I almost end up paying more for <laughs> the shipping than the actual cost of the blindfold. But hey, I think we can all say it was worth it. I'm like, Lord, I'm gonna steward this money. I'm gonna pay a little more than I should have because I waited too long. But the fun that will come from it has to be, will be way worth it. So as it was. Okay, and last, I know Roberta, they are, those were, they were hilarious. It took the whole thing up a notch. So we have fun. We have lots of fun. We don't take ourselves seriously. And that is, that's the joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Amen, everyone. Nehemiah 8, the joy of the Lord is our strength. This is a bonus. The sixth and bonus thing we've learned of uh, the mistakes we've made and not that this one was a mistake, but I think I didn't really believe it until I was in the atmosphere of it. So remember I told you when we started the instructor training, uh, the first one, we didn't have lights. We didn't have, any, the studio wasn't a studio. It was just a space, enough space for us to do what we needed to do. A picnic table set up and some computers and some plugs and we just did it. But when I walked into that environment and Nick had brought his lights, 
the whole place looked like, oh my gosh, this is a studio. Oh my gosh. Wow. This looks amazing. And I said to Nick, how much are these lights? Like what, so what, what do we got going on here? And he said, oh, uh, uh it's about $12,000. Like what? $12,000? Oh, $12,000. I don't even know. I mean, we had equipment yet to buy even just cameras, right? So I thought to myself, you know what? When it comes to the wrap up of this training, and we talk about our ambassadors, we talk about this being a nonprofit, we talk about donors, we talk about giving. I am going to ask these, I think at that point that was 700 people with that first platoon 24, 25. I'm going to ask them to help me buy these lights. Why would I do that? Because Jesus says himself, ask, seek, and knock. That is in Luke 11, and it says, And I tell you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and the one who knocks, it will be opened. This, these are actually Jesus' words right after the disciples said, Hey, will you teach us how to pray? And so he does the Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. He teaches them to pray, and then he goes right into the fact that, Hey, which of you, if you had a friend, and you went to him at midnight and said, give me three loaves. Um, wouldn't you not? And kind of saying, this is the God. Ask what you want. Seek and knock. And by the way, it doesn't mean ask once, seek once, knock once. It means just be diligent, be consistent. So when I saw those lights and I saw the studio of like, it had what I don't have. The heart of me as a daughter rose up, a daughter of God. I thought, you know what? I'm just going to ask my father through the hands of people, could we get these lights? Really could use these lights. And so I put it out there. And you remember that, Roberta, Evelyn remembers that. Yeah. And I put it out there. And within about a few moments, one wonderful, beautiful woman soul said, I got you. I'm sending you $12,000. I was like, what? We lost our minds. We lost our minds. Like, what? We just sat and we just, and so by the way, if you watch RevWell TV now, any of those, you see those beautiful lights and everything, the production. I mean, we went from picnic tables to production in that one class. And then we also started to get more vision of what it was supposed to be. I needed to see it. And I'm like, okay, what do we need? So this last one, <laughs> this last platoon 27, I'll wrap it up here. We, um, Nick shows up again. Now, again, the studio has been transformed. We invested into a whole production room, the TVs, the, I don't even know what half of it does. I have no idea. I just don't touch it. It's just NASA. looks like mission control. Don't touch anything. Somehow it all works, goes into the atmosphere of the airwaves. We're good. It's amazing. We've come a long way from the storage shed that I would record Revwell TV on my little tiny Sony camcorder and go home, put my headphones in and try to edit it in GarageBand. We've come a long, long way. So I walk in for the retreat to start last Wednesday and Nick is there and Nick shows up and he's like, Hey, 
I've, I've got these lights that are going to take it up another notch. And what we've known is, and you can kind of see this in my background here, we've had some great lights, but they're, it's kind of flat. And so Nick, being the videographer that he is, he brought in, and if you saw instructor training, you saw that there's this light that would project some textures onto the wall, and that just kind of helps. Now, here's the deal. A lot of you may be like, Lisa, why do you need those lights? Everything's fine. You, you know, which it's true. I was content without them, but we know this to spend 60 hours in front of your zoom screen. We need to keep you, your mind engaged a bit. And so that helps just the tra transition change of lights or texture or that visual presentation. It helps you to soothe and take in the information. If I was teaching right now and you saw my husband walking in the background and the kids moving, and even if there was like, I mean, dark covered, you would be distracted. It's hard for you to take the information in. Not that you can't, but it would be harder for you here in the first world countries we live in. Now, I am not here to create lazy, comfortable people, but I do wanna appeal to your senses of the kingdom where we make unseen things seen. And in the kingdom, it's beautiful. There's lights, there's spectacular sights. And not that we want to override that. The message alone, God's word can stand alone. We don't need any of it. But there's something about, oh my gosh, that is beautiful. So when Nick told me, he brought these, he, they were his lights. He's like, I figured they would really bless you. So I borrowed them. We're going to use them. I'm like, oh how much are they? <laughs> and he said, um, about $10,000. Like, oh, Nick, $10,000. said, you got to stop bringing me your goods. It just makes it hard for me. So I said, well, we'll see. I said, well, I'll ask. Who knows? Maybe we'll get this. And I did ask this to Nick and Nick has confirmed everyone. So here, listen here. I said, Nick, we're done, right? Like, Is there anything else we're missing here as a studio? And he goes, you are done. You have the same level of production as any production studio, which is crazy. It's like, you're not missing anything. So the only thing now is going to be the upkeep because every two to three years, the technology gets dated and there's faster CPUs, there's faster, whatever there's higher. So there will be the upkeep, but he said, as far as established as a studio, you're done. You don't, there's nothing you are missing. We got lights, camera, action. So that was really cool for him to get, like, this is the, if you want this, and here's the crazy thing, Leah Parker, my right-hand woman, she had come to me about three weeks or four weeks ago and said, hey, what can we do for the background in RevWall TV? It feels really flat. And usually I'm the person that's like, hey, let's jazz it up a bit. How can we change it? I'm usually that where she's more conservative and like, yeah, I don't think we need that. Yeah, we're fine. So for her to ask, I thought that was so interesting. And then for Nick to show up with exactly what she was asking about, like, hey, I think that would help just make it uh, have more appeal visually. That was the Lord. So you know that I asked for that money. And guess what? Nick came in that morning. He said, Hey, I found these lights for 5,000 instead of 10,000. 
And then I said, let's go to the races. Let's go. <laughs> We're going to get those lights today. And once again, I asked and I sought and I knocked. Well, I didn't, the Holy Spirit in me. And we had some generous donors come through with enough for the lights. And then some people kept giving more and it's been amazing. So there you go, you guys. There are the mistakes or lessons we've learned in going virtual. Awesome. It was so fun to see him provide. All right. So I'm just here to tell you, if you're thinking about instructor training retreat, you are not getting second rate. You won't get second rate. And each retreat is its own. I don't know how many times. Well, I do know how many times. 27 times. I have taught the teachings, the foundational teachings of the get free, stay free, set others free. And even my team is like, I have to hear that every year. I need to hear it. It's a, it's a um, foundational, this is what we build our temples on. And if any way we have gotten lost, we got to come back. And every retreat brings something of freshness and newness to the message that is age-old. Jesus came and died so we could be free. The punishment was upon him that brought us peace. And apart from him, our hearts are helpless and deceitful. But in him, good, goodness, righteousness, and peace and joy comes. And so we deliver that through our instructor training. All right, you guys, I'm out of here. Love you all so much. You are a good idea. Peace.